The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to a special episode of the MarTech Podcast. Joining us today is the godfather and one of the biggest influencers in the MarTech community. Scott Brinker is the VP of Platform Ecosystems at HubSpot. He is the creator and editor of the Chief MarTech blog, and he is also the founding program chair of the MarTech Conference. And today, Scott is going to walk us through the evolution of the MarTech industry, some of the trends that are happening in the space, and he's going to give us a preview of the upcoming MarTech Conference. For those of you who aren't familiar with the MarTech Conference, it is designed for senior marketing leaders who are looking to develop their teams, implement new solutions, and drive business results. And the MarTech East Conference is coming up soon. It's being held from September 16th through 18th at the Heinz Convention Center in one of my favorite cities in the world, Boston, Massachusetts, where I graduated from college. So if you're interested in discovering new technologies, learning best practices, or connecting with other passionate marketers, you can experience over 55 presentations that deliver actionable tactics to solve co-founding marketing challenges. But Scott's going to tell us more about it. All right, here's our interview with the chief himself, the godfather of the MarTech industry, the VP of Platform Ecosystems, the founding chair of the Chief MarTech Blog and the MarTech Conference, the man himself, Scott Brinker. Scott, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Wow, with all that introduction, I feel like I'm going to fall over from the weight of all those titles. So <laughs> just call me Scott. <laughs> I like calling you the godfather, but we'll go with Scott for now. Great to have you back on the show. It's been almost six months since we chatted last. Uh, I saw you speaking on stage at the MarTech Conference West. I know the MarTech East Conference is coming up, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about what MarTech actually is. It's an evolving, changing industry, and I'd love to hear in your words, what is MarTech today? The sort of catty answer to that is, well, MarTech is pretty much any technology we use in the service of marketing. But I think what's really interesting is we've gone through an evolution where for years, nobody really knew about MarTech, right? It was a pretty nascent industry on the first part of the century. I haven't made it halfway through. And then over the past five years, we've started to get this emergence of a class of marketing technologists, people who really lean into understanding these tools and how they work. But they kind of were their own little tribe, separate from the rest of the marketing organization, hopefully embedded within it. But 
not always a first-class citizen of what the marketing organization was. And I think what's really exciting is we're now starting to get to that tipping point where for more and more businesses, pretty much of any scale that I run into, they're starting to recognize that marketing tech and marketing ops role, not just as a little function off on the side, but something that needs to really be deeply integrated into just how the department runs. I think of MarTech today as more of a philosophy than it is a subset of the marketing industry in the sense of how are you using technology and how are you weaving all these disparate tools together to drive more effective communication, right person, right place, right time. But I want to talk a little bit about the evolution and how we got to this point. I think that the sort of technology-focused marketer was probably somebody who had an engineering background 10 years ago and was told, hey, we need somebody to go do marketing. Go figure this out. And at some point, they started getting called growth hackers. And now I think we just call them marketers. You've been here since day one. You started the Chief MarTech blog years ago. One of the biggest influencers in the space, definitely one of the people helping brand the term MarTech. Talk to me about how you think the MarTech industry got started and walk me through the evolution and who have you seen become MarTechers as opposed to marketers. In fairness, there always was a subset of marketing that was data and tech-oriented. I mean, you can even go all the way back to the 1980s and the beginning of database marketing. Again, it was kind of like a sub-discipline, you know, with these folks who recognize that, okay, we can actually leverage data as a way to change the performance impact we have. You know, explosion of the web, the first uh, web 1.0 sort of existence. We started to get the setup for what would become the large MarTech companies that we all know and love today. And I think those were interesting for a long time. It was the marketing suite that was being proposed to the world. Ah, okay, just buy this one suite and it will do everything you need. And it's just all in there and it's perfect. It has descended from the heavens. The Adobe's of the world, I'm using them as an example, right? The universal, everything you need for marketing. You know, Oracle has a similar competitive product. Marketo and even down to MailChimp are starting to build these all-in-one platforms. You're referring to universal platforms that help you do everything from data collection, marketing, outreach, and advertising. Yeah, but I think what's interesting is an inflection point we reached in the industry. And it really started in earnest about two years ago, where initially the proposition was, oh, this is a suite. So we just give you everything you need. You don't need anything else. And then in the past couple years, almost all of these major MarTech suites have refocused themselves around being MarTech platforms in a truly platform sense of like opening it up and saying, listen, there are going to be hundreds, heck, there's going to be thousands of specialized MarTech tools out there. And we're not going to attempt to do every single tool for every single case for every single marketer in the world. What we want to do is give you a solid foundation for being able to connect these pieces together and then work to essentially curate right an ecosystem of apps that are compatible with that platform. And I think this is now the first time that senior marketers and marketing technologists are starting to see it eye to eye because the senior marketers, they were always sort of buying the idea of, hey, listen, one throat to choke, where do I sign? And it's all taken care of. Let me just buy the Cadillac and drive it off the lot. Exactly, right? But the reality was we kept having all these other pieces we needed at the next layer down. 
And I think now, like we're in a mode where both the CMO and the person running marketing tech or marketing ops realizes, okay, we're going to have both. We are going to bet on one or two major vendors as our foundational platforms. But part of how we're evaluating those vendors is our ability to augment them with any other specialized tool we need, or in many cases, even their own custom MarTech that they develop too. So talk to me about why the majors, right, the big platforms decided to go from being walled gardens and making you use their tools to enable people to basically enable other companies and solutions to pick off features. Why are they moving from walled gardens to more of a platform approach? Simple. There just aren't enough hours in the day. I mean, if you look across the landscape of all the innovation that's happening in MarTech and all the different things that marketers want to do. And it's not just, I mean, if you could just wave a flag and say, okay, stop, nothing more, just trying to cover what's there today, you know, would be this incredible Herculean effort. But we can't wave a flag, right? Like consumer innovations are continuing to advance and all the stuff that's happening with marketing through messaging platforms and voice and any moment now, things like the augmented reality uh, features we've been promised for years start to emerge. So it's all this stuff that just keeps changing and it's impossible for any one vendor to do it all. So that's the recognition that, hey, this isn't a bug, this is a feature. This is an opportunity to say, listen, you're going to want to use all these other different little pieces for your particular MarTech stack, but what we're going to give you is a solid foundation that orchestrates that and pulls it all together. So when I think of these big platforms that you're talking about, sort of the way that MarTech originated, right? You go buy the big suite, you use it. Now, all of a sudden, there's too many features for the megas to be able to build, right? To stay feature competitive. So they have to open up to a platform. But those big platforms were enterprise tools traditionally, right? Like the Adobe's were not something that the early stage startups necessarily had access to. Those were meant for enterprise tools. I feel like there is a shift towards downstream utility. Obviously, there are still enterprise tools for marketers, but there is now a suite for early stage marketers, for the venture-backed startup community, for the growth stage. When you think about who is a, I use the term martecker as opposed to marketer, how do you think that adoption has changed? Are you seeing people that have less technology experience being involved in martech? Who is actually a member of the community in your eyes? It's in flux. So certainly the community of people who you would call MarTechers, people who they're really paying attention to the technology. They're sort of treating that as now part of the mission and really trying to learn it and understand it and practice it. That number seems to be growing tremendously, but it is still a subset of the overall marketing community. And in some ways, it should be. I mean, marketing is such a huge field. I don't believe that every marketer needs to be a MarTecher. But I think you'll be hard-pressed to find any business of any scale where the marketing organization doesn't have at least one MarTecher who's delivering that piece of marketing's capabilities. I think that in general, the shift for marketers is to have a better understanding of the purpose and usage of technology. Now, not every marketer is going to code. You're still going to have your traditional creative, your brand marketers. But in the same way that they have to understand the impact of performance marketing, they have to understand where technology plays a role in their marketing campaigns and overall strategy. So I think that we're seeing this influx and adoption, or at least understanding of the role technology plays in marketing across all marketers. And it brings me to the repositioning 
positioning of the MarTech conference. I've seen the tagline for this half a year's conference, the MarTech East, and the tagline is MarTech is marketing. And that really resonates to me because there is so much technology being integrated into the messaging, finding the right person, the right place at the right time using the data, doing your automation, that what is technology and what is marketing is very much being blended. Talk to me about how that is impacting how you're thinking about putting the conference together and what some of the topics that you're going to be covering specifically at MarTech East coming up. I, I'm very excited about the tagline. You know, when Mark uh, first uh, suggested it, my eyes instantly lit up. I'm like, that nails the exact phenomenon that we're seeing here, where again, yeah, it's that blending of MarTech is something that used to be very siloed in a way, right? Sort of, well, we'll keep this in that safe box. You know, it's something that the marketing organization as a whole, even if they're not all MarTechers, they're all now working with MarTech and MarTechers is just an inherent part of their job. What we tried to do in rearranging the content for the conference is recognize that, okay, actually there's probably two audiences here, right? I mean, there's the core people who, uh, you know, the tribe have been very excited to work with for the first five, six years of the conference, which is really marketing ops, marketing tech leaders, those really digital savvy CMOs, CDOs, but while that's still a core audience, it's this recognition that we're getting more and more interest from people who, they're not there. They're right outside of that core function, but they've got to understand how this stuff works. You know, How do I integrate this into my marketing organization? What can I do with it? And they don't want to hear it through the lens of a vendor pitch. They get plenty of those. Those are interesting on their own, You know, but what they want to be able to do is actually talk to their peers, to talk to people who are implementing this in companies that look like theirs and get the real story of how does this work? What have you learned? I'm really excited that you and Mark and the team that's putting on the MarTech conference are taking this approach. And it resonates with my thought in starting the MarTech podcast. And I've always said that the positioning of this show and the people that listen to the show are technology-driven marketers, right? They are people that use technology to drive business growth. They are not necessarily the stack builders, the traditional marketers. They're the senior executives that need to understand how to leverage existing technologies and developing technologies to optimize their existing marketing efforts and to think about what are the new ones. And to me, some of the topics that we've covered on this podcast are not just how do you use digital marketing and messaging automation to reach your customers, but how are you integrating offline channels and the usage of data into technology? Talk to me a little bit about how you see the overall trend where there's digital marketing that's happening, right? Your Facebooks and your programmatic advertising, all of the ad tech, how that's blending with CRM, marketing automations, and then the influx of offline data as media from all the digital advertising channels are getting more expensive. It's interesting for a lot of the companies I talk to, they've almost dropped the term digital marketing. And it's largely been an incorporation of these digital channels and traditional channels under a hierarchy of, okay, well, if I'm running a demand channel organization, I'm looking at the entire spectrum of channels and tactics that are available to me. And it's actually been really interesting to just in the MarTech space see the set of vendors who really enable bringing automation and data-driven insights to traditional and offline channels as an integrated part of how the stack works. 
there's, there's vendors who specialize in direct mail marketing automation that will plug into your marketing automation platform and let you drop things in the mail as easily as you are sending an SMS or sending an email or changing a personalization profile on the website. So I'm sure we have more to go. And one of the great things about marketing and MarTech at this point is there's a very high variance from one company to another is just their maturity of where they're at with this. So I'm sure there's lots that still have you know plenty of way to go. But boy, I really do feel like the momentum in this past year or so has been really encouraging. A couple of things that you said that stick out in my mind. One, that there is an influx of technology that's being built for marketers, right? You're getting, instead of features being added to this mega platforms, right, the walled gardens, you're getting smaller, more solution-oriented companies, and there's now thousands of them. You put together your list every year. I think there was over 7,000 MarTech vendors that are now currently operating. So we're getting this influx of technology, and from that and all the distributed solutions that we have, all marketers are starting to think about how to integrate technologies and which pieces and components are right to them and how to build their stacks and how to operate them. And it brings us to the point of, you know, this podcast and the conference are talking to marketers at large about how they can use technology and what are the things that they need to think about to stay ahead of the curve, to understand what channels are right, and how to weave the different technologies together. And I think that the big takeaway here is that going to a conference like the MarTech conference is not only a great way to talk to your peers and to meet other people and talk to them about the way that they're setting up their systems, but it's also professional education, understanding some of the best things that you can learn and the best practices from people that have done it before. Scott, talk to me about some of the speakers and some of the topics that we're going to be covered. What are you excited about in terms of the content of the show? I say this every time, but I mean it. Like I feel like this is the best program we've put together yet. We've got three tracks, roughly organizing things around topics of marketing and leadership, like the actual how do you execute this stuff, both in the way you deliver an experience to a customer, but also how do you run your marketing organization? We've got a whole track on data and analytics because it's just such a deep part of what everyone is doing in marketing and MarTech these days. And, you know, some of them are like some real hands-on things like practical lead scoring and Google Analytics and Data Studio. Some of them are actually a little bit more educational, independent of the technology, like the folks from Civis Analytics are going to give a session on how credible are those numbers really? Like what sort of the techniques people can use to push on the analytics that get run by us every day to sniff test what's real, what's not? How do you think about marketing enablement? The folks at Red Hat, they very early on learned that, okay, building an amazing stack is great. But if you want the rest of your marketing organization to be able to harness those capabilities, you've got an enablement mission there, right? How do you educate and train and empower them? So they're going to share how they did that. And then the third track is, of course, the core of technology and operations. How do you actually build these operation teams? Once you've got these teams, how do they start to be able to organize the stack around an ecosystem view? As you started out by saying, right, it's over 50 sessions. I think even if you just take any 12 at random that you're going to choose to sit in on, I'm hoping you walk away with a little mini master's degree in the state of MarTech. Now, I think to bring us back to the question of what is MarTech, that's a great summary of what are the things that you need to think about to master MarTech. It is not just the plumbing, the piping of connecting one system to another one to feed data. It is what are the solutions that you're using 
How are you evaluating them? And then there's a human component to it. How are you going to get the tools that you're buying and integrating adopted by your team to make sure that you're driving the right business impact? So it's one of the reasons why I'm such a big believer that in the statement that MarTech is marketing, and eventually I think that they will be synonymous. There's always going to be more engineering-centric marketers, just like there's more creative-centric marketers. But the understanding and the role that technology plays is going to be increasingly important. And that's why conferences like the MarTech conference, I think, are so valuable. So, Scott, let me just say thank you so much for coming back on the show. I know your time is is valuable and you have to run, but we appreciate you being a guest on the show for being such a leader in the industry. And I really look forward to hearing about the MarTech conference in Boston and best of luck running the show. Thanks, Ben. It was great to catch up with you. Okay, and that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Scott Brinker for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Scott, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can shoot him a tweet. His handle is Chief Martech, C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C, or you could visit his blog, chiefmartech.com. A special thanks to everyone at the MarTech Conference for sponsoring this episode of the MarTech Podcast. If you're interested in coming to MarTech East in Boston, Massachusetts, the event is happening from September 16th to the 19th. Head over to their website at martechconf, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-C-O-N-F.com. You can sign up for a couple of different flavors of tickets. They even have one that's free. One last link that I want to tell you about, if you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of our episodes, the contact information for our guests. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter. And if you have any topic suggestions or marketing questions, you can submit them there and we'll answer them live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. Thanks again to the chief for joining us. And until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.